Yeah, this feels like a really good successor to Jason Bourne. Have you seen 24? Is that thing I was talking to you about in like a superhero struggles to keep up with their relationships because their duty or responsibility to, to save the world is going to put their relationships at risk because they can't be there to kind of like foster that relationship. Too busy saving the world, man. Too busy. <laughs> it's for the greater good. The greater good. Welcome to the Discuss and Discuss podcast, where well, today we're going to talk about the ending, I guess the second half of The Night Agent. Yeah, what we had left. <laughs> yeah, which we powered through it, like, pretty, it's a really good show. Yeah, pretty easily. <laughs> pretty. <laughs> After that day, actually, I pretty much just watched the rest of it. <laughs> You're like, all right, I love talking about it so much, I'm going to just finish it today. <laughs> I, I did spend, like, all day on it, I was like, Next episode, next episode, got some chips. <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you think of, uh, I guess, all the twists and turns? Twists and turns. The I liked it. It was subtle. I was not spoilers for people, but uh, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you know, sorry. It was, the crazy thing is that it's not a big twist. It wasn't like a full-on twist. It's, I like that they try to dive into it a little bit deeper to showcase her side of the things so she's not like a full-on bad guy um so the twist i'm talking about is when far diane far was revealed to be chief of staff <laughs> wait wait <It's laughs> when on that comment was he talking about yeah. hawkins though or was it diane no it was diane diane oh, is real? chief of staff oh chief of staff uh, okay hawkins is the director of the fbi oh okay or dr director of something <laughs> <laughs> great uh -oh. right, yes. <laughs> it's been a while <laughs> we finished the show earlier this week <laughs> but yes diane farr okay yeah. diane farr when she is revealed to be in on it with the the um the contractor yeah uh what's his name <laughs> <laughs> i forget his name yeah, but, but he uh, he's like he's just a contractor for like you know, doing some skeevy ass shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and the vice president. Yeah, the, the vice Ashley. Yeah, Ashley. Also on it. Yeah. So that's how you write a good spy story, though, and how it ever like every, how everything works with the reveal of Diane Farr being in on it is really good. Specifically, too, when Peter recognizes and oh. is able to pick up the fact that she knew. Uh, what was the moment? His uh, friend. Yeah. When when she's like, all right, we gotta go, and we'll let them know that your trooper friend, your trooper friend, and I like that moment. It was like a slow reveal or the realization on his face too. I was like, oh man, this is awesome. It wasn't like big dramatic music or anything, which I liked because it was more subtle on his performance, and it was like, oh, I think he's picking up on something, or like he's he picked up on something, and then he tells us, or the moment she leaves, uh, he did like a brief cover up. He's like, oh, I. I forgot what he said, actually. Yeah, he called up... What's her name? <laughs> oh, no, no. Right before, because uh, Dan Farr was like, are you okay? And then yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to process all this or something like that to kind of, like, brush her off. She leaves and then closes the door, and then he immediately calls up... Um... What's her face? I see. <laughs> <laughs> no. no I, I wish we had... Like, why don't we write this down? But 
yeah, she calls her up. <laughs> <laughs> the sexy lady. And then, uh, yeah, Rose. Rose. So calls up Rose and is like, Diane's in on it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, dude. The, the amount of back and forth before this moment is really good. Because it, when it makes us question those moments, and then the reveal happens, it does one of two things. Be like, oh man, I wish I didn't doubt myself. Or like, yes, I knew it. <laughs> and we called it well you know i Why, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I called it last episode i was like it's either peter or it's diane it just has to be someone you know at their level whatever well i like that uh rose was like are you sure she didn't go on like i knew it or whatever it was it, it was just like that brief conflict of like peter believed in diane far so much so when peter calls up rose and she's like are you sure it was like a subtle moment amplifying the stakes or like the the situation at hand right now it's like oh shoot she knows where you're at so like you're not safe there rose was essentially the audience's reaction Mm -hmm. which is really nice because that was mine for sure like are you positive and then (laughs) when he was like yeah you know she knows about my friend and i was like okay yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's that's huge confirmation even then you still question yourself afterwards because i was like oh shoot like what if she still isn't though what if like he said something before or whatever and then we get a flashback i think later on in that episode of her being brought in it, again it wasn't her choice to be in on the plan it was just you know the vp bringing her in and be like hey i just fucked, fucked up, up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so which is a cool different side to look at it she's not a full-on bad guy it's just like we figure out her motive or like why she was in on it she wasn't like trying to screw people over it wasn't like a full-on terrorist attack on the metro it was just like she her job is to pretty much cover up the mistakes made by vice president ashley and it's she's like to protect the president Super, and yeah. the administration. So she's actually very loyal to the administration. Mm-hmm. And to have this kind of conflict for her is so interesting because of the type of person she is. She's like, yep, okay. I hate that this is happening, but I'm going to do what I have to do to, again, protect the president, the administration, and just kind of move everything forward, even though she is super against everything. Yeah, she's against it and, you know... There's a bit of empathy there because you're just like, she is a mole, but at the same time, she's not a full-on bad guy for for us as the audience either. So it's like, huh, didn't really expect that. (laughs) So if you feel that way, what do you think of her getting shot? I was actually surprised that she got shot. I was was like, huh, Um, cool. (laughs) Not only that, but the other dude who was... Okay, actually, let's talk about how many people died, actually, towards the end of this, right? Bro. So, we had uh, Monks. He gets sniped. <laughs> and the same way he protected the president, jumped in front of a bullet, and this time he doesn't make it. I, To me, I was like, that's what makes this show instantly better, is that they're taking people out, and they're not afraid to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Monks dies. His friend, who was his uh, boss or whatever, also dies in the same scene with Diane getting shot. Yeah, I'm trying to find his name. Yeah. The stakes it. were really high. Yeah, I was surprised that, and there was a lot of consequences. Something that um, the MCU does not have. <laughs> um, Almora. Almora, yeah. It's like, I was not expecting these people to get offed, so it was like, 
huh they're likable too mm. so it's like you you have this hope in this spy espionage and like mole you're like who do i trust who do i trust so like there's that moment of like oh i want that person to know everything as the audience member because you're like because if that person knows everything then he can help peter but then that doesn't end up happening because they get shot <laughs> yeah and so and their character is offed yeah and you can tell hopefully this is the second season i actually do i think yeah it's alluding to the second season towards the end but and cisco bro and cisco yeah dude he died too <laughs> it was messed up the way he got <laughs> man he was good yeah you know and uh it's it's an asian actor yeah whose <laughs> name is cisco jenkins yeah i love that you know don't focus on the fact that he's asian and give him like some asian ass name yeah call him cisco jenkins well i've i've met like a couple of asians that were like adopted or something and they have like very non-asian names and it's like oh cool he could also be uh like a third gen asian american mm -hmm. with a white dad mm -hmm. you know stuff like that and so yeah his character also like super likable really stand-up guy you know he he told the story about how peter went out of his way to secretly teach him how to swim and i was like damn <laughs> damn it's a good story <laughs> yep and he didn't even get to go on his date man oh god the date he deserved that date freaking got to reschedule it trying to protect rose oh. then dies in the next scene <laughs> one of the best progressions in this show is how peter continues to level up his spy skills in general just like everything like he's so attentive so observative and the moment that he realizes you know rose is in trouble or whatever they meet at the port the fact that he's able to kill the assassin who's been after him for so long was very satisfying to me that one that one was a tough one because then he almost died yes <laughs> <laughs> and he only survived because rose ended up staying to help him out that was a weird fight it was um it was evenly matched yes. i think well maybe more the assassin guy um with the one up on, on peter but yeah hopefully we see more badassery from peter in the next season like he doesn't go straight well it looks like he goes straight into the next mission i'm thinking so and it's going international yeah so that's gonna be fun to watch to see where he goes afterwards like it the night agent i believe is a book series i haven't read any of the books i'm pretty sure really is it a book series i, I believe so huh yeah double checking <laughs> but yeah the whole time when during that fight it seemed like you mentioned it was very evenly matched and they were scrappy and that to me was a lot more realistic than just peter kicking ass like he normally would or like you know that we normally see in movies like this yeah it is a book series um but yeah you're right it's super cool that he's not i mean they're not like op you know yeah we're not watching someone that's like superior in every form and way and we're just watching him cruise through all these battles and stuff like one it'll be hard to kind of believe the story i guess hmm because john wick is kind of like really strong <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool you can't put john wick in the same realm <laughs> john wick is a god <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's cool. It's just like, what kind of story do we want? You know, do we want a more... Um, does it make him more, like, likable that he, he has a lot of flaws? Yeah. He's not superior, so we're not looking at 
that type of story where we're watching just like the top of his class dominate and then like the missions have to be super outrageous like um tom cruise and mission impossible which are fun films but it's fun films because it's like they're it's always outrageous. yeah it's outrageous and they're like trying to one up their next stunt or you know and then the missions have to be super crazy super yeah. outside yeah i totally agree with that and like the title says it feels like a mix between 24 jack bauer with uh jason Bourne. that's why you know it's just jason reborn jason this, reborn this what they should have <laughs> yes. named the, the series it's just feels like the perfect the perfect perfect <laughs> <laughs> perfect successor to jason Bourne. almost we get to actually see all the action sequences there's a good spy film and it's pretty much batman year one you know he's doing the training he's learning a lot and now he finally gets to like go out and truly save the world he leaves rose behind to do this mm -hmm. and i love that she's not coming along because now we're going to get maybe a whole new cast of characters that we have to try to break apart a little bit now, i'm sure she's going to pop up or something in the second season should they have another one but yeah this feels like a really good successor to jason Bourne. have you seen 24 yes I, I think the first season. <laughs> the first season. Well, it's it's hard because like every season, it, it's a is that thing I was talking to you about. And like, a superhero struggles to keep up with their relationships because their duty or responsibility to to save the world is going to put their relationships at risk because they can't be there to kind of like foster that relationship. Too busy saving the world, man. Too busy. <laughs> it's for the greater good. The greater good. So. Uh, Jack Bauer in 24 always like loses his significant other somehow some way because like the mission <laughs> the mission always somehow puts them at harm so it's almost better that he's like a lone wolf so it's like that's a sacrifice of a hero sort of thing so I'm curious if they're gonna do the same take here where Peter has to like give up on Rose and then we do get a new cast in the next uh, season and then we grow to like a new person and then it's like oh great she or he might get off or whatever i also recognize that i laughed at the fact that jack bauer's significant other dies only because it reminds me of horror movies if you're the boyfriend in a horror movie or husband you're gonna die <laughs> it's always the like the woman or the other person getting possessed <laughs> and killing yeah. people so it's the same thought like jack bauer is you know <laughs> that kind of equal <laughs> yeah so i just wanted to point that out <laughs> well it's crazy like you know how um like in spider-man he has ned as like his tech guy and um batman he has alfred kind of handling the tech comms and stuff like that so peter could have rose kind of like help him still he'll contact her through like i don't know they they keep using burner phones but like <laughs> I hope so. We'll see. I I have no idea where it's gonna go since we haven't read the books either. Mm. But I'm excited for it. I think it'll be better. Yeah. In the second season, because now we don't have to dick around with like backstory. I agree. It could be just, we could just focus on the mission and how severe it is to save I don't know another important person or to prevent another terrorist attack or whatever. Can we talk about how? poetic it is almost that you know in the same vein where monk died doing the same thing he became a hero for earlier the vp tried to redeem himself but you can tell the whole time he's just 
a shit burger. Yeah. <laughs> and allows... He, again, he tried to save his wife, but also continued with a plan to assassinate the president along with... You mean his daughter? Yeah. Save his daughter. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, save his daughter, but, you know, through this whole thing, he's trying to kill the president. He's trying to kill, uh, admittedly, a terrorist or whatever. Well, and the... that's fine. But... <laughs> <laughs> but the whole time, you know, plotting to kill the president... Yeah. And having other people involved and you don't know who else is involved. Woo, man. The last two episodes was just bonkers. Yeah, so it's that Monk's died because the moment he catches up to Peter and Rose, you want him to be on their side too with um, that other younger cop, the yeah. younger C secret, secret agent, service. secret service agent person. <laughs> I forgot her name. <laughs> but Monk's was like redeeming Darren. because... Uh, Harrington, yeah. Harrington. Harrington? Yeah. And it sucks because then Monks was like mentoring her, but at the same time, he's also like um, very not by the book, but still kind of like by the book. <laughs> yeah, by the book, old fashioned. We see a lot of character development through his death for the most part. Harrington is just like, all right, I'm just going to do everything down and dirty. I'm only going to trust myself. And yeah, I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> this is very well done on how he died because they also didn't have a moment to essentially grieve him yet. Yeah, they didn't get a moment. It was just, you know, all right, we got to move the president's daughter here. Got to make sure she's okay. Oh, guess what? Now we found out there's this whole back plot to, to kill the president. Yeah, especially in that moment. It's like, she's like, I'm staying, I'm staying. And then Peter and Rose, they're like, we have to go. <laughs> like, yeah they don't get a moment to to be like sorry or whatever um kind of a lame death for that second assassin <laughs> <laughs> she gets pushed i thought it was actually uh pretty funny it, it's funny but it's i don't think that, that would happen it's kind of absurd uh, actually i would agree with it if we, if we want to talk about realism I sure guess. sure but imagine you're in high stakes Mm -hmm. situation your adrenaline's way up and you're very focused on a task meaning if you're the assassin you're on a sniper you're trying to take out you know a bunch of people and she's revenge filled so you know she's blinded by a bunch of stuff rose has the opportunity to sneak up on her because she's so focused she is clouded she's probably not aware of her surroundings and then yeah the only thing like rose you know, she did her war cry before she did it. Yeah, yeah. She was, like, That's running like, and stomping up the, the steps. So it's kind of like, huh. I feel like she would know the, the assassin lady. Mm, I, I don't think she had t enough time to react. And so I appreciated it. I think it's just a good way to take her out really quickly. Quickly, sure. And then just continue on. Just because, again, we're not meant to mourn these assassins' death, essentially. Uh, it was sad to see their relationship try to grow, though. And so, like, they were humanized a little bit. Dude, it was so messed up when they're having the argument in the car. Yeah. When um, he was talking about... He was thinking about having kids with her. And then she's like, what? Are you stupid? Are you crazy? And then she brought up that he can't actually please her right. Yeah. And the moment she said and that... kids. Yeah. And it was like, damn. It's like, no, no, you're right. It's like, fuck. Jeez. <laughs> and what, like, what a moment of thick air, you know? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Erectile, erectile dysfunction? <laughs> dysfunction. ED. I just know it's ED. I don't know. It's a, it's a big problem for a lot of guys. Especially if you're an assassin. <laughs> yeah, an assassin. Or does it make you better that you can't think mm. with your other head? So you're saying 
in order to be the best hitman, you should be castrated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we've seen it in other mediums, other shows and stuff. But again, you ha- you don't have any other worldly focuses. True. No simping. Oh, Hitman. Actually, Hitman, right? No like, simping for girls, he, man. Doesn't the Hitman series, like, he's also essentially castrated or whatever? That, I'm not sure. Like, just built just to assassinate people. I remember playing the game, but I don't remember the story. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah. John Wick seems fine. <laughs> uh, we gotta watch the fourth one, by the way. Yeah. Oh, Eventually. so that actually just reminded me. So the guy, the the contractor dude, his name is Gordon Wick. Oh, he trained Jordan, John Wick. It might be John Wick's dad. Oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> so this is 24. Brother, brother. This is 24 plus Jason Bourne and John Wick. Could be because he didn't die. True. We just know he left. So he most likely will have a role in the second season. I assume, I assume so. It sounds like he's very connected. It sounds like he, like... He wasn't worried when his uh, life was being threatened by that assassin lady. He was just like, here's the deal. (laughs) Good luck. And he's able to find more assassins. Yeah, and he works in a very shady business. He's used to it. He's he's the CEO of this thing, you know? Yeah. So, who... Oh, he most likely is the one who also killed Hawkins. Because he went... Yeah. Hawkins went to his house. Yeah. That's like the whole thing, right? So, he's, he's also willing to get his hands dirty we don't know if it's like a different assassin who killed hawkins with him but yeah we don't know actually but it could be him either him or he hired someone else to to get him on the way out oh yeah good point shot six times in the back Mm -hmm. yeah we'll never know we'll never know (laughs) maybe in the next one uh but yeah overall a really good series i like it i hope season two comes out soon yeah i like it too it's um we do need more action action good spy movies yeah good, good spy, spy shows yeah like have you seen tenant no I'm no not. i was gonna say christopher nolan should do like a spy espionage movie like he should do like a james bond film just mm. once i think it'd be good who do you think should play james bond james bond does race matter no gender doesn't matter either well that, well <laughs> <laughs> I th- like if if they do want like a female James Bond, it shouldn't be a James Bond right. that's made a female. It should just be another like female spy. Spy. Double O eight. Double O eight or six, six. or nine. Oh yeah, before seven. Yeah. Okay. I don't think the numbers actually matter. <laughs> it's just like how well known are you as an assassin? Oh. You know. So double. So it could be double O sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> if, just or just O sixty nine. O six nine. O six nine. Or six two six. Oh. Like Stitch. Yes. So it's Stitch. You're saying Stitch. James Bond. Yeah, Stitch as James Bond. <laughs> we, we found the perfect cast. <laughs> no, it's Stitch as a spy, because then James Bond's 007. But 626. Ooh. All right. We're producing it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I saw some news article that said that a lot of the uh, actors that they tested out, they were too young to do the the role of james bond because they don't possess the gravitas that's isn't it that what uh daniel craig i think it's all the same thing i think daniel craig was on who gave that criticism oh really yeah oh so like whoever it is it has to be like 40 
or late thirties. I do think Idris Elba should have had the opportunity to play 007. Mm -hmm. He deserves a role like that. In my opinion, you know, he was the biggest reason why Hobbs and Shaw was good. Oh, that film. (laughs) Like it pains me to watch Dwayne, you know, and, uh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham, just because they're such egotistical guys that, you know, again, I love them. I love watching them in action movies, but they can't die. They can't get hurt. Like, yeah, they're, they're invincible. They don't, yeah. they can take all these hits and I don't know. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of, what is it? Like a sandbox, a bunch of people fighting each other, but no damage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that's why it, it, we talked about it in previous episodes as well. If someone can get hurt, it, it doesn't. It takes away so much. Wonder Woman 2. When she didn't get hurt in the end. Dude, you just know she's already going to win. And it's just like, alright, there's no stakes here. It's whatever. Yeah, when she's fighting Cheetah. And yeah. it's like, dang, she's barely even getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, like, not even a scratch. Yeah. I understand she's somewhat of a god. But she has to have an equal to make her feel human. Especially if Cheetah is like a big old central part of that movie. Yeah. So like... <laughs> there's no if she's not gonna damage wonder woman there's no point in her being in there it's unless she movie. damages <laughs> unless she damages wonder woman psychologically and then she's kind of more like a the riddler or the joker then it's fine but it wasn't like that she was like a jealous envious woman and then dealt no damage in the end Ooh, gal gadot as female james bond female james bond in a way, she already did that in Fast and Furious. Exactly. So just branch her out. Just branch her out. Wait, you don't think Ana de Armas? Oh, for sure. But she's already doing a bunch of spy well, she's films. Do- well, she's doing the John Wick ballerina. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then she's she also she's in Ghosted, the uh, Apple TV show. Is it out already? No. Oh. I think it comes out next week or something with Chris Evans. They got a thing. Nope. You know, they're in a few movies together. So same thing with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. They've done they've done like three or four movies together. That's a good point. Yeah, just they just, just have good chemistry on screen, and True. then they're just work. Yeah, it's just coworkers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you have a favorite coworker, and then just continue making movies where you kiss them. <laughs> where you kiss them, it's like this is strange, but uh, <laughs> I guess we have to. <laughs> you got to. Sorry. Oh man, I did request you too. Oh, Chris Gone. Evans as James Bond. Just kidding. He's he's, he's American. Yeah. He's also too nice. Yeah. He could be the bad guy in James Bond. Oh, dude, yes. And he can bring back that douche stash. Yes. (laughs) He's so good as a bad guy. (laughs) He really is. Oh, man. Him and uh, the gray man. Yeah. Also, a really good, like, complimentary film to, like, John Wick and stuff. Oh, yeah. It was just a fun action film. It was so good. There was some... I would say there's a lot of flaws in like the storytelling, but yeah, it's just fun. But fun delivery of lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was a good cast too. Oh no, we're just like going off of other. Yeah. Movies, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, we just need more action films that don't involve shaky cam. Oh, get rid of shaky cam. Make it extinct. <laughs> yeah, make it extinct. <laughs> Extinctify shaky cams. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm still trying to think about this James Bond casting. Bill, it's difficult, huh? Bill Skarsgård. Yo. It'd be interesting. Mm. Swedish actor. 
Yeah, I think that's very interesting. Ooh, that might be doable. Bill Skarsgård. Look at that. Mm, now nah, he's got the eyes. <laughs> he's got the eyes. <laughs> He'll just stare into your soul. Yeah, I can't look away from his it eyes. <laughs> the fact that he can separate. Wait, have you nuts. seen a Barbarian? Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. One of my favorite horror movies to tell people to watch. So, if you guys haven't seen Barbarian, yeah, watch Barbarian. Don't do any research on it, and just watch it. <laughs> I just, I just want to comment on the first half of the film, where Bill Skarsgård. It's like a nice rom com. Yeah. So I'm saying, <laughs> so I'm saying that like, that's why Bill Skarsgård could be James Bond, and then when he kills people, he can use his it eyes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably a better villain, though. I can see him as a villain. Well, he's oh, already a villain. His, his brother as James Bond, but Alex? him as... As the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> the Skarsgårds versus Skarsgård. And then make them also brothers in the new James Bond movie. <laughs> and then bring their dad in. Yeah. <laughs> as the, the maniacal villain. Uh, no, as Q. Oh, no. He's not going to be Q. Do they have another brother? Make him as Q. Oh, maybe. Maybe a sister. Maybe. I don't know. Bring in the whole family. Yeah. It's a good family. <laughs> it's a talented family of actors. Oh, they do have a, they have a lot of brothers. <laughs> Classic. They have Walter. Cool and, name. And Sam. Vol, Vol, oh, Gustav. Okay. They, I was like, there's Walter and then there's Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alexander is also kind of. Alexander Bill. Bill. And, and then no, the and younger. Walter. Yeah. <laughs> Vulture and then he get a cool name? <laughs> yeah, jeez. Anyways, I don't know who would be a James Bond. Gabriel Basso. <laughs> nah. Because <laughs> he's already Peter? <laughs> yeah, he's already Peter. He's Peter Sutherland. He's the surrogate Kiefer Sutherland Jack Bauer. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> now you're just naming spy, spy people. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're comparing 24... Jason Bourne. He could be Jason Bourne. <laughs> <laughs> he could be Jack Reborn. Yes, Jack Reborn. I think that's probably a good spot to end the episode. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Jack Reborn. Well, thanks for uh, li listening to this episode. That's it. That's um, it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I've been Derek. I've been Kevin. Right. Like, subscribe, do that stuff. Yeah, follow us for more content coming up. <laughs> like, right after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.